This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. To find out more, please visit classicalconversations.com. Marijuana causes more damage to teens' brains. Believe it or not. So does Xbox. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Facebook top, top exec made some mistakes. It's Facebook. Mistakes. And, and President Trump with Kanye? Again? <laughs> I know his phone code. I learned it. <laughs> his, his password, <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Hey, guys, thank you for joining us. Please share the show right here, right now. Like us. Like us on Facebook. Comment. If you guys want to contact us, you can email us, contact at crosspolitik.com. We're on Periscope right now, too. We're on Periscope. That's so right. So we're streaming live on Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, on like four different pages. Everywhere. Twitter. Anyways, Everywhere. you can see... Waterboy, Chalk Knox, Pastor Toby, and we got two guests in the studio. Representative Uh-oh. Matt Shea and writer, news commentator, journalist, out, journalist um, uh, living all over the world right now, Alex. <laughs> Alex Newman. Yeah, Alex Newman. Uh, thanks for being on the show, guys. Hey, hey thanks for having us. As always, uh, we a big thank you to our members. Cross yes. Politic could not exist. We are now a network um, streaming shows like Law and Profits, How to Build a Tent. Yep. And uh, the Westminster Confessions of Funk. Which you got to check out. And, Farley's uh, bringing it this last so, two weeks. So uh, check those yeah. out. But a big mm-hmm. thank you to our members. As always, you can join at crosspolitic.com. Yep. You make all of our antics possible. Yeah. Um, yes. Also, um, you have access to digital content, which includes our Worldview Shotgun series. Which is hopefully going to be on iTunes after this week. Yeah. We have a, we're having technical you get problems some, on uh, access. No, you're having technical problems. <laughs> <laughs> access to we. musician partners, including Jenny and Tyler. Discounts yep. in our merch store where you can buy things like... Where you can buy things... Oh, like baptize me. Like... Come on. Where you can buy things like... Hey, there we go. <laughs> Baptize me. That's for your Presbyterian, your Baptist friends. You yeah, can also, we have one for Presbyterians too. Yeah, yeah. right. You can also uh, get uh, for a limited time. There's a few books from Jovial Press that are available. Um, just Ele- e cop e e electronica. Uh, okay, just books. send an email with yeah. your membership and say you'd like to get one of those. Yeah, yeah. And and don't forget um, with the set free course. We got to mention the set free oh, course. Oh, yes. real quick. Oh yes. So we did a project with Faithwire uh, setfreecourse.com, fighting the sin of pornography. If you guys go. To that website, and you buy it, put in the cro- the code cross politic, and you'll get a twenty percent discount. That oh. actually is for everybody. Yeah, not that's just our website. Members. Website setfreecourse.com. Go do it. That's yeah. hosted, right now. Hosted with Pastor Douglas Wilson, mm-hmm. Jeff Durbin from Apologia Radio, mm-hmm. and myself and others. Um, if you or someone you know or love uh, yeah. needs encouragement, help in this, maybe just do a Bible study or a small group in your yeah. church. Mm-hmm. Um, go check it out. Setfreecourse.com. Yeah, really I, I got to say something like that real quick. Cause I've, I've actually worked on a lot of Christian um, products. A lot of them have been on the issue of pornography. And this is hands down one of the best courses I've ever worked on. You're it's just, not a you're just saying program. It, it's well, just saying program. I know I'm yeah. not. And I can tell you why. A lot of times when people deal with the issue of pornography, what they're dealing with is stop doing it. They want to get you to stop doing it. This and pro- they give you 12 and, steps. And they give you 12 steps. There's yeah. a whole bunch of, and, and they make yeah. you feel good. And you probably will for a little bit. But this is something amazing. This product actually helps you live out what manhood is about, Amen. what being a father is about. Right. And so you're, you're not just fighting it, oh, you need to quit. No, no, it's helping you walk in the way that God made you to be. Yeah. So it's a complete different approach to the idea of dealing with pornography. So I just recommend if you're dealing with that issue, go out there and get this product. It's one of the best products I've ever worked on. Set free course. And it's not just because I'm the DP of it. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's well, and, and we got to kick some shouts out to our corporate sponsor. Classical Uh-oh. conversations. They we love you. Oh my goodness! Oh. They awesome. sent you, um, uh, Toby. I think this is yours. Stop. No, no, no. This is 
This is yours, Knox. Oh. oh. And that's totally. Come on. Don't take mine. They sent us some really nice jackets because they know we live in Moscow, Idaho, okay. and it's cold that's and it's winter. Cold. Classical okay. conversations. We love you guys. Hey. Thanks for uh, supporting the show. You know what? You said- I, I didn't know they were your corporate sponsor, but I have my kids in classical conversations, what and I can tell you, right it's now? amazing. And where are your kids right now? Uh, they're actually in Greece, but uh, when we're in Florida, <laughs> we do class- hey, but we're doing classical conversations yeah. in the car too. We're on a road trip. We got the CDs in there, the timeline. Yeah. It's awesome stuff. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get to that more. This are your like- kids baptized? Uh, actually, one of them is, and three of them aren't. But I've been wrestling with this issue a lot. So. Oh, <laughs> we'll have to, well, we'll have to bring that up in a segment. Yeah, yeah. Kids, if you have children. <laughs> <laughs> glad you're here. Yeah, glad you're so, here. Speaking of children, <laughs> speaking of children, uh, there was a study that just came out from the American Journal of Psych- Psychiatry. 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 Mm. I got it. He's looked from Texas. At, look at it's what I do. Mm. Looked at the effects that marijuana is having on uh, kids, thirteen to eighteen year olds. Thirteen year olds. Wow. Thirteen yeah. year olds. Yeah. And it found um, that basically marijuana has more of a negative effect, memory loss, etc., than alcohol does on our children. Surprise! Your your bacon. Your brain. Do this study uh, first of all. <laughs> that's a good question. Exactly. Who who are they experimenting? <laughs> so on? they experiment. They they monitored four thousand kids. Yeah. Over and <laughs> who are they, drinking and smoking, drinking pot? And smoking. How, how old are these kids? <laughs> Thirteen to eighteen. Did I stutter that's when right. I I didn't stutter when that's I That's what I'm saying. How did they yeah. do this study? So they they monitored. So is is that is in a is in a community in Mont I believe it's in Montreal where they just monitored four thousand kids. Oh, they're Canadian the course, kids over so. the course of four years. So they gave kids. No, no, just self-reported. It's self-reported. Yeah, but come on, self-reported. But the reason why is so they they you know monitored like problem-solving, long-term memory, short-term memory, the ability to stop habitual behavior when needed. <laughs> They're kids, right? What, yeah. what thirteen-year-old has the ability to stop habitual behavior? You give them a vice, and are they going to stop on their own? No. I just want to know if, were these kids tested in their smarts before they started uh, the process? Uh, I assume that's part of the process. SAT score. What, 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 what they, what's the what's well, the baseline? Uh, well, I assume they had a baseline. You had to have a baseline, uh, and you test them when they when they walk in the door, and then you monitor them over four years. Uh, okay, so, so that's how it goes. But the reason why I think, um, first of all, the state of Washington. Yeah, we blame you. Of, we blame you, man. We blame you guys. <laughs> the state of Washington. <laughs> Col- <laughs> We're getting blamed for a lot right now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Colorado. Uh, California legalized marijuana, and there's I think there's one more state that has legalized yeah. marijuana. Oh, I think there's like nine now. I think is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. yeah. Uh, leave it to the journalist. Yeah, he would know. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for being so here. So those of you who don't know, Moscow, Idaho is right on the border of Washington State. Yep. If you drive west out of Seven town, miles, not you, even you're in Washington State, and it, less than a mile, fifty feet over the border, over the border is a uh, pot shop, a pop sh- pot shop set up. There yep. is right yeah. there. Oh Where? yeah, what's it called? I forgot what it's called. I don't know. It's something. It's like huh. green. Something green dank or something or <laughs> a handshake. Okay. Weed weed here. Wow. Get high now. But I don't here, know. But here well, all these states are legalizing marijuana. They're legal legalizing a vice and they don't know they It's but it's not just a vice is the thing. It's what I mean, mean? I, I think I think there's something uh it's dam- it really is damaged. I'm I'm a little bit dubious about exactly what this study how it took place and everything yeah, of course, else. Of course. But I'm actually grateful for anything in the news that's actually telling the truth about what marijuana does. I mean, yeah. it, sure. people want to play like it's just like... It's just like alcohol. It's like alcohol. Yeah. It's like beer. It's like wine. Yeah. And I think we're getting played and yeah. people are doing significant damage and harm. Shout out to Peter Hitchens if you don't follow any of his stuff. Um, he's in the UK. He's a journalist yeah. in the UK. Really good stuff. Uh, has done a bunch of work um, on... Covering 
um, how effects. how much mm-hmm. pot and marijuana has been connected to shootings, uh, wow. school shootings, um, acts of violence, mm-hmm. and it's I think there's a pretty significant media cover cover up going on. But I'm I'm curious, Matt. I I took a shot at you earlier. I want to I want to give you a chance to actually talk. Um, what's it like? Um, what are you seeing in Washington? And what's your take on the whole pot situation there? Well, uh, let me give let me paint a picture for you. First of all, on the border, Spokane Valley, Liberty Lake, and Idaho, mm-hmm. you have. Because we have a high tax rate and some other things we're going to be talking about. You will see on the other side, on the Idaho side, gas, liquor, and cigarettes. And then directly facing it on the Washington side is the pot shop. Yep. Now, they give you kind of an idea of what's happening. Right now in Washington State, it was told to us that we want to legalize it for medicinal reasons. This is all going to be about medicine. That's how this always starts. It's like civil marriage. We just want civil marriage. Just civil. Yeah. 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 And, and really, it hasn't ended up that way. And, right. and everybody knows that there are some legitimate medical uses of CBD, which is a non-psychoactive portion of sure. it. Veterans uh, have experimented with THC, mm-hmm. doctor monitored, that has reduced suicide rates by 80%. But what we're talking about right now, 13 to 18-year-old kids, that's not the medicinal side. And what we're seeing is the medicinal business in Washington has been completely crushed by a monopoly that's come in solely for recreational and that that's a huge problem i think for everybody right yeah. and it, I, I think it, we're going to see long-term effects i mean this, it's going to be disastrous well, is in, it, isn't in how capital, but isn't how capitalism works though like a company comes in and they make more money they can put other businesses out well see it, we don't truly have capitalism in washington state right now <laughs> I, don't think we have capital, I, don't think, I actually don't think we have capitalism in america but i think that's right. far more capitalistic though right and well they're using they're using the restricted licenses right now in the licensing system aka the government to yeah, drive right. the other ones out of business. So right. I, right now, it's just a complete mess. Washington is probably not the example for anybody else in the country on a lot of things. And, so, this well, is and I believe Colorado, uh, uh, homelessness has increased since marijuana has been legal. And I think crime so has also gotta, there's been a connection to crime going I want to take a poll real quick. Everybody here real quick. All hands up on who wants marijuana legal. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. And who wants marijuana illegal? Come on, Pastor. Why? <laughs> because he's a socialist. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I think given the world we live in, I think the – I'm I'm against it. I, okay, in theory, yeah. I don't think any drug should actually in principle be illegal. Well, that's why I raised my hand. Yeah. But, but that's but, not what your hand just said. Right, but, but right now, but right now, yeah. I, I don't want it. I don't want sure, to legalize. Sure. So it, yeah. when is when is the sta- wait, wait, hold on, hold on. When, right is it, when is the standard change? Has the standard change? Or are you just saying the people aren't capable now? I think the people aren't capable now. The only thing I'm thankful for it being legalized right now is what we've talked about on this show over the years. Is I, I'm thankful that there's a little bit of a state fed showdown going on. Yeah, states uh, rights and all that uh, and, stuff. Yeah, and every time the states start, ta- you know, liberal states talk, start talking about states' rights, I get a little excited. Yeah, um, even if it's over marijuana, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and wonder if we can yeah. we can work this to leverage. Um, like I'd love pro life legislation to be le- to be leveraged on on the backs of marijuana on the back yeah. of legalized marijuana. No, uh, why, why wouldn't you just say what we need to do is you know, hike up our punishments on people who do things that are on certain drugs. So if you should, you know, like, okay, um, oh, I don't want to bring this in. But, but for instance, somebody who, like, for instance, alcohol and drinking, not it shouldn't be illegal. Right. Right. But if you kill somebody because you were drunk, guess what? Driving. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Death penalty. And then all of a sudden, wouldn't that, yeah. uh, wouldn't that affect how people right. manage themselves? Now, look, if you got a kid that's 13 years old who is under your authority is going out there getting high. I'm sorry, we're coming after you, parents. Yeah, 
like if your kid does something, you're responsible right. for your child. Yeah. So then that now this is double punishment. Your kid and you. Right. Wouldn't wouldn't that be the way to regulate um through the, through, the, the, through punishment? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't I don't agree. Yeah. I hate I hate prisons. I hate, I hate, I hate, Me too. I think, I think prisons is just, I mean, that's just slavery, right? I know. It's just slavery. That was a, that was a black thing. Hashtag me too. Prisons. <laughs> so I, I'm not saying that the prosecution process is, is, uh, is biblical at all. Right. Um, I, I think it's, it's, uh, dehumanizing. Yeah. It's yeah. absurd. It's oppressive. We are treating people like animals. It, it, the, the punishments don't match the crimes. You're trying to say well, this is where we're at and but how I'm saying we deal with strategically it kind of and tactically. Um, this is just one more move, though, um, by liberal fascists. And, and certainly, know, and and this is the carrot. Yeah, you can be high, and we will run your life. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, and, and bottom line is, all this legislation is being passed in the name of, hey, you can you can smoke pot. It's being yeah. passed as a vice, which yeah. I would be totally against in in that principle. But, but you also, you know, come on, man, executives at Facebook, they got to be smoking pot too. Oh my goodness! they are and Amazon and Microsoft. Yeah. You guys followed, so you know during the Kavanaugh hearings. One of the Facebook what was that? Kavanaugh, you know, judge, I had no idea. judge, oh. Supreme Kavanaugh. Judge. Heard something about. Heard something about. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, Joe Kaplan, he's a Facebook executive. He's actually a head of global policy at Facebook. Okay, and he's a longtime friend of Kavanaugh. Joe, um, and he sat two rows behind Kavanaugh during the hearings. The nerve. The the, the nerve. And and <laughs> scandal. Course, people saw it. They found out. They put pressure on Facebook. And Facebook released a post. Was it today or yesterday? Or recently. is this week? Yeah. Recently. That's the terminology we need there to be using go. on the show. <laughs> Notice yeah. And I didn't name the day. <laughs> and Facebook said they apologized kind of on behalf of saying that their leadership team recognized that they've made mistakes right. handling the events of this last week. Yeah, right. And and so you have this executive, you know, Facebook's apologizing on behalf of their executive just for sitting behind Kavanaugh. Right. During the hearing, it says sexual assault is an issue society has turned a blind eye to for far too long, compounding every victim's pain. Our leadership team recognizes that they've made mistakes handling the events of the last week, and we're grateful for all the feedback from our employees. <laughs> Facebook told CNBC. Yeah. So sin behind an innocent man gets you in trouble now. Right. Oh, notice what yeah. this is, right? Yeah. I mean, really? The assumption of guilt. Right. No. Yeah. No due process. No. Yeah. No assumption of innocence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sin behind an innocent man. You have to come out with an apology for. Right. You people are smoking some weed. Which, which, <laughs> mean, which hopefully nobody's sitting behind Bill Clinton. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, Hillary right. is. Yeah, right? Hillary. I mean, right? they're going on tour right now. Right. That's right. And, and their tickets. Their tickets are being sold for uh, what's like two hundred and thirty to seven hundred dollars a pop. Yeah. So All right. It's, it's to, cheaper to go to Beyonce and Jay Z concert than it is to go to Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton well, talk, revival. Well, you know why? You know why? Because people will pay more to go hear their priest talk than their worship leader talk. Ooh. Hey. Message on message, that one. Yeah. Message. So they they'll pay more to hear. Yeah. Bill and Hillary, their priest talk, then go see hear Beyonce, the worship leader. You know what sing. I pay for? I pay to have all of Bill's like accusers up there and Hillary and them ask questions to each other about the Me Too movement. I pay to see that. We should put that three hundred dollars. I'm 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 glad they're taking the show on the road, and I hope they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? You <laughs> yep. said you said recently, and I thought it was a great example. You said this is like an op- the open casket of Emmett Till. Yeah. Oh yeah. When we were talking about Kavanaugh, the Kavanaugh the trial, hearings, yeah. the, the open casket of Emmett Till. Like here, look at the body. This is how bad it is. This this is how bad it is. This is what the the Democrats want to do. This is what liberals want to do. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm I'm like let's, let's keep let's yeah. take that casket on, let's, let's on take tour. It on tour. Let's take that <laughs> casket on tour. Let's do it. And they're paying for it. That's well, but this is so much connected to like uh, Kanye going to the White House this last week. Oh, right, yes. Kanye. Goes to the Oval Office. We all know his cell phone's password code now. I heard, I heard right. he hugged Trump. <laughs> he, he did. did. He did. I saw and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the Secret <laughs> Service was like, hey, what's a black man doing going to hug a white or President Trump? And I they're holding a gun. I don't, I don't think the Secret Service is racist, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the Secret Service just cared about the president. You know. uh, I don't know, man. They were gonna so, they were gonna frisk him. Stop and frisk. What did, what did, <laughs> on the way up on the way up <laughs> I'm sure he got frisked pretty well. So what did they do? What did they what was the meeting about? What did, what did, what did they you do? Know, I, I don't even know what the meeting was about. Is to be Kanye with you. does that, Kanye have a new album I, coming I, out? I think Kanye has been making enough news being on SNL, wearing yeah. the MAGA hat. Um keep on talking i mean he's talked about uh trump and he's, yeah. he's been out there with candace owens and doing things at tmz he's had enough yeah. uh, he's done an album talking about the issue right you know what's interesting is that kanye believe it or not as much as they are hating on kanye he's actually representing what they want in fixing the problem in another way so everybody wants chicago repaired and kanye is after prison reform Right, and yeah. he's actually carrying the same cares that they say they all care about. Right, yeah. He's actually carrying those. And Trump is like, well, yeah, let's work let's on talk this. About hey, it. Here go my people. What's the problem? Right. And so he's actually creating a connection that they say they want, but they're not getting. Right. And, Trump, and, and Kanye is doing that. So in one way, Kanye is actually caring more about the people than they are. Now, granted, Kanye is crazy. <laughs> like, and I don't mean that like as in the way they mean it. They mean Kanye's crazy is for they, they, real. They, 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 CNN that said he's mentally ill or something. Right. They, they said uh, Trump was exploiting a guy who's clearly unwell. Okay, wow. I'm gonna get y'all in some trouble real quick because I'm about to say something. If wow. all, Kanye is mentally ill, right? That's what they're saying now. Mm. Uh-huh. But yet, Bruce Jenner's not. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It's Caitlyn. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner is trans confused, and and Kanye's the one that lost his mind. Yeah. Come on now. And the media's giving him the ESPY awards. uh, And and everybody knows as long as Kanye was their boy, you know what I mean. It was happy. That's good. It was happy with Kanye. But the the difference, I noticed the contrast between Facebook and Kanye. Kanye stands there and says, "Come at me." He doesn't apologize. He doesn't apologize. He's not apologizing. No. He doesn't Toby. care. Yep. If you apologize, you give ground. That's, That's right. right. You we all need to be unashamed. You need yeah, to no. stand your be ground. Be like Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> be like be like Matt Shea with the media. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get there <laughs> next. Across politics. Well, Cross Politic has a new sponsor. Who you might be asking? Decree Design. Decree Design is a graphic design and web development company that serves your business by helping you speak clearly through visual representation. Serving 90 plus businesses in logo design, print design, brand strategy, web development, and more. Decree Design has a skill and personal touch to customize a package specifically catered to your needs of your business, great or small, and provide personal assistance every step of the way. Whether you're a well-established real estate broker or entrepreneur getting your business off the ground, Decree Design will help your company's visual presence speak clarity and truth. For more information, please visit DecreeDesign.co or schedule a consultation with Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Yeah, Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Hey, and tell him Cross Politics sent you. I said, yeah, I thought he was going to give me a countdown or something. But you, you, you got to let this trend be. This is a jam. I need to I need to drop some beats over Matt, this. Matt's head's no, like yeah. it's not. You Stop know. it. I see you, Alex. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Welcome <laughs> back to Cross Politic. 
We're very grateful to have with us in the studio today Matt Shea. I'm going to introduce him in just a second. We also have with us Alex Newman. Um, real quick, want to give a shout out to our friends at Trinity Church in Seattle. They're hosting a free marriage conference, Why Marriage Matters. Come on, Seattle. October 26 and 27. Yep. Doug and Nancy Wilson are speaking there um, and would invite you to jump in on that. You can find out more at trinitychurchconferences.com slash marriage.html. Check it, it out. We had a listener give us some uh, scotch glasses this last week. Thank you. Man. Yeah. But there was no name on the box. What? I don't think there was a name. It was an anonymous gift. It was super. They're from Oregon. I do know their address was from Oregon, but thank you. Yeah, thanks for displaying those glasses. Really appreciate it very much. So, Representative Matt Shea, fourth generation Eastern Washington resident. Mm. His family operated one of the first stagecoaches in Washington? No way. Serious? No way. For real? Robin Banks? (laughs) He can't say. (laughs) He grew up in Spokane Valley. Um, later, uh, earned a BA in history, political science at Gonzaga, mm. graduated cum laude from Gonzaga School of Law. Watch, oh, watch out. Uh, he completed Gonzaga's university's yeah. ROTC program as oh, a distinguished military too. graduate. He earned a commission in the U.S. Army, served two combat tours, including eight months wow. as a platoon leader in Bosnia, wow. 11 months as a company commander and logistics officer in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was awarded a Bronze Star, a Meritorious Service Medal. You didn't bring it with you? And Combat Infantry's Badge, among other awards and commendations. He brought it for me, apparently. I, I don't know. So. Wow. He was elected to the Washington House of Representatives in November 2008, serving the 4th Legislative District. Wow. You're going on 10 years. Which includes... This the- bio is going to take up the whole show, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I trimmed it down, actually. Um, Matt helped to spearhead the Freedom Agenda, which is legislation based on defending the Constitution, mm-hmm. state and national security, property rights, gun, gun ownership, public safety, sanctity of human life, which is code for protecting unborn children, uh. um, I believe, lower taxes, <laughs> less government, more freedom. He's also a member of the Alliance for Defending Freedom, which no we've, way. ADF. we've talked yeah. to, we've got some friends we at ADF as well. There. We love ADF. Matt and yeah. his wife, Victoria. Is it Victoria? It is. Okay. Reside in Spokane Valley. Matt, thanks so much for being on the show again. I yeah. feel like I need an applause just, track after just, that. Just <laughs> a sinner saved by grace, man. If we can just Amen. Keep it hey, Amen. Amen. Who can cut you? So why, <laughs> why do this to yourself, Matt? Ten years in politics, Why, man. Uh, you know you should be smoking weed by now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in politics? There's still time. Okay. There's still time. I, so you know, I, I really felt led to do this. I was not looking to go into politics, but the Lord just made it very clear that was the direction I was supposed to go. So I, I went. If you if you are called to do something, you got to go where you're led, and that's Amen. that's the honest thing. And, yeah. and not have ambition, just go and blossom where you are. And I really treat politics like it's a ministry because I really believe it is. In fact, one of the darkest ministry fields, if not the darkest in the world, is probably Olympia, Washington, and Washington, D.C. So So recently you've been uh, in some hot water. You called the press dirty, godless, hateful people. (laughs) Why are you talking about us like that? That that wasn't the full quote either. Message. Message. Were you specifically talking about Alex? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was a gun rally. Yeah, it, it was. It was, a, it was a pro-gun rally, and so all the media is lined up in front of me, and you have a very rare opportunity to call them out for what they really are. And, you know, they've been, the mainstream media, they, they lie, they slander, they just they just throw these things out there. It's a, it's a communist tactic, a socialist tactic that they do. It's shaming. It is shaming. And I said, you know, all the liars and the slanderers and those who would seek to divide us, 
they're dirty, godless, hateful people. And then they all went ahead and self-identified. <laughs> as being, I was like, all right, then. There we go. shoe fits. Oh, I love that Where? self-identification. <laughs> can they, can so they put that on a birth certificate? In the state of Washington? Is that Next one of the, year, I think. Is that one of the options? <laughs> coming soon. So seriously, um, in, in the article I read uh, from the Seattle Times editorial board, you've probably seen it, uh, they said that you were, uh, so you've been appointed as the head of a um, a coalition or a task force um, that's um, meant to try to, I don't know, create common ground between the legislature and the media. And, and the Freedom of Information Act. They, they, they were trying stuff. to, they, yeah. there was a bill that, that was passed that limited access to certain kinds of legislative records, and that was vetoed. Yeah, essentially, we had a deal to create more transparency in the legislature right now. We don't believe the legislature is under the current Public Records Act. A judge had ruled that essentially we were all each legislator was an individual state agency. That That's ludicrous. We're a separate branch of government. So long story short, the governor vetoed the agreement that would have actually increased transparency. And they wanted to hold all these hearings and the media, what they really wanted and what's come out in a lot of these hearings and the sentiment is they want to get all the emails from whistleblowers. OK, well, you protect your sources for every accusation you get. Right. They want to get, you know, some really sensitive emails. And although some of them have said, OK, we don't want those. The appearance was they wanted sensitive emails. I'm talking rape victims, veterans that have contemplated suicide. Right. That are contacting us to navigate the bureaucratic system in Washington mm, state, which is a maze. So we're trying to protect those folks. And uh, mm. they're starting to come around. But that's what the media was really kind of coming after us about. Now, usually when we talk about legislation. It, people talk about the positive aspects of what the legislation's protecting, like veterans or rape victims, stuff like that. Right. But there's sometimes a Trojan horse behind it too. Right? Is there anything like that? Well, they going on? They, they tried to claim that that this would have would have prevented you know lobbyist communications from coming out, but we didn't believe that. We believe that lobbyist communications would have been open, as rightfully so. Any lobbyist that's contacting legislature that should be a public record. I think we all agree on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but. When you start getting into the whistleblowers, which I personally have had a lot, uh, including, uh, you know, Special Agent uh, Larry Wooten, uh, the folks who gave me some of the emails in regards to that, what really happened behind the scenes down in Nevada. And, okay. and with the Oregon. BLM stuff. Yeah, with the BLM stuff. So th- there are, and this is not just national, but also folks that are calling out state agencies. That really should be protected because people should feel safe in calling us and contacting us and saying, sure. here's where you need to look for the truth. Very good. Yeah. So um, obviously, this reminds me, maybe not so obviously, it reminds me of the Kavanaugh hearings in terms of uh, mm-hmm. access to information yep. um, and Fourth Amendment stuff. I, I and, mean, and, and yeah, the ability to have um, some measure of privacy and not be completely. I mean, one of the concerns I, you know, by the end of it all, we were all cheering for Kavanaugh. But at the beginning, I mean, I wasn't like enthusiastically excited about Kavanaugh. I mean, I was yeah. better than many. Um, thankful, uh, you know, could be a lot worse. Yeah, but the but the media made me excited about Kavanaugh, right? Just uh, like they made us excited about Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there I'm yet. On Kanye I'm not team there all yet. of a sudden. I'm not there yet. Yeah, but um, but I, you know, one of the concerns I've had actually with Kavanaugh's record is actually his record on the Fourth um, Amendment. Um, there's a, yeah. been a few rulings that um he's upheld or um turned down where he has given greater. Um, leeway. authority and leeway, leeway yeah. to the government with things like the Patriot Act and um, uh, search and seizure warrants and so forth um, that frankly make me nervous. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I'm um, very much in favor of attempts at protecting 
the Fourth Amendment. Um, and I hope we, we were talking about this recently. I hope maybe after Kavanaugh's experience, maybe he's a little chastened on that. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's like, do I really want to give access to the media to, you know, to do uh, if the government has access to it? We know the media has access to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we just saw in this whole yeah, thing was, it it, is. you know, that how did all those protesters get into the Senate? Right. There were Democrats letting them in, giving them passes. Especially yeah. when Democrats right now are trying to weaponize everything. Everything. Yeah. So, you know, they're telling people to riot. They're telling people to go, you know. They're paying people to So riot. is this connected at all to what yeah. you're, you're up against? I, I think it absolutely is. Well, first of all, we've been trying to to pass legislation in Washington to protect uh, the Fourth Amendment. Uh, we were actually successful in banning the use of stingray devices, which are the things that pull cell signals out of the air oh. unless you have a warrant by a court in Washington State, not a, not a secret FISA court or something like that. Right. And I think that you can't go yeah. through what Kavanaugh went through and have the same idea about privacy again. And I know I, the Lord turns the hearts of leaders. I got to believe so. he did. Amen. I Amen. So. I just, yeah. uh, we, we noticed that right afterwards, for example, Trump was down in Florida um, championing, um, what's it Stop called? And Stop and yeah. frisk. Carry yeah. law. Um, Carry search. Carry search. For, uh, for Chicago. And, you know, okay, Chicago's a mess. I get it. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's, it, it's, it's a little the, bit. Kavanaugh uh, just got stopped and frisked. Kavanaugh and, just and got then stopped now and frisked. Cheering, Trump's cheering for stop and frisk. Well, we ju- yeah, we just got done campaigning or supporting the guy for due process. Give him due process. That's right. You you got to have it. And and what I've experienced up with the media in Spokane, they will lie even about my endorsements. They said I didn't get an endorsement. I put the letter online, you know, and the correction yeah. is in A twenty three in the back, yeah. right, right, a right. point font, right? Yep. And and also, you know, this thing today that's really divisive. They try to. Uh, I really appreciate Vox Day's approach to this, where he says social justice warriors, there's three rules. Number one, they always lie. Number two, they double down on their lie. Number three, they always project. In other words, they put on to you how they actually are themselves. Right. And we're starting to see that where they accuse Trump mm-hmm. of Russia collusion. Maybe we should look at them a little closer, like right. Uranium One. They start saying, you know, you must be a racist because we disagree with you. We probably should start looking at the history of the Democrat Party and the KKK. And that what I really get upset about is there is no chance to really have a dialogue on issues that's right it's really about defending against this division constantly right that's what so, we're seeing so matt to be completely honest we are very suspicious of politicians yeah that's yeah. why we're over right yeah. so yeah. Pol- pol- yeah. i see a politician and i just I, you know i get on guard i'm, I'm like <laughs> yeah. okay where's the spin and, and then he's saying things i like right so that makes I'm, me even more I'm getting more nervous yeah so um <laughs> talk to us and talk to our our, our viewers our listeners um uh, why should maybe especially people in Washington, but anybody? I mean, why why should we trust you? So don't listen to what I say. Go and look at how I voted. Mm-hmm. That's the number one indicator of how somebody really is. Because you can say one thing in right. the media, and then you have the votes or the doors closed, and you say something completely. So different. talk to us about mm-hmm. a couple of maybe significant places where you'd point and say, this if, is if, I, I if I was a compromiser, yeah. I would have I would have flopped here, but I didn't, or whatever. Talk to us about it. Give us a couple examples. First of all, I am completely unashamed about talking about our American Christian heritage, and I have I've introduced legislation on that. I have voted that way. I've talked about it publicly, and you know I'll share with you one quote. We need to reclaim unashamedly our identity as a Judeo Christian nation and the foundations. Most people have never heard this. It is the Articles of Confederation of the United Colonies, 1643. There was actually an Articles of Confederation yep. before the one most people know okay. about. Here's the first line of it. The first line. Okay. Whereas we all, not some, we all came into these parts of America with one and the same aim, namely to advance the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ and to enjoy the liberties of the gospel in purity with peace. It does not Amen. get any clearer than that. <laughs> and why are people afraid to talk about right. Christianity? So that's number one. 
I would also point to just the, the myriad of bills we've introduced as part of our freedom agenda. You can check out what we've introduced and what we've actually gotten passed as part of our freedom agenda. Banning stingray devices unless there's a warrant. Reasserting the 10th Amendment, which some people say is States old and rights. Okay. Yeah. 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 Talking about defending the right to bear arms, which is under the severe assault in Washington State. Right. Defending our law enforcement officers that, that are legitimate in Washington State instead of trying to neuter our police. Talking about uh, just reform on electronic home monitoring, which is used throughout all of Washington State. And you've had people on electronic home monitoring, which have gone out and committed crimes while they are being monitored, or supposedly. And they mm. really weren't being monitored, we came to found out, came, come to find out. Uh, protecting private property rights, completely under assault, Washington State, and I know Ooh, in I got a question. other places too. So Pri- there you private go. property rights. Um, one of, I think, the most egregious and immoral taxes that are on us are property taxes. This is a leading question. It's yeah. No, it's not even leading. It's not even leading. It's like, it's, it's like, is that part of your agenda of getting rid of property taxes? It is. That's one of the big reasons behind our Liberty State movement, which is to split Washington in two, is mm. to go back to something called the Loyal title, the 1878. There were two constitutions of Washington. Oh. 1878 constitution had a Loyal title in it. A Loyal title essentially said you could pass it to anybody you wanted to, but you had to sign it away. You can never have your property lien. It essentially made property taxes illegal. In 1889, wow. the next Washington State Constitution changed that and took a loyal mm. title out. So we're trying wow. to get back to it with that movement. The second key issue that I think is out there is is life. You get the life issue wrong, get every other issue wrong. Amen. We need to abolish abortion in Washington State. We need to be unashamed about that. It is a national holocaust, mm-hmm. and we need to call it what it is yeah. and stand firmly on it. What's so why is that the second one? Well, I, I would say the, to what I'm saying— for me, it's number one. On yeah. my okay. agenda, yeah. it is the number one issue. And then private property is number two because they take okay. away your private property rights. You don't have the prosperity to fight back. Yeah. yeah. I can almost connect those two, yeah. actually, when you think about it. That's why Private I do. property, a human being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then what are you doing there in, in Washington to help make abortion illegal? Well, so in Washington State, we are two votes uh, away from a majority on our side, uh, one in the House in and the one House. vote away in the Senate. We came, we wow. tied to defund abortion in Washington State oh. in the budget. Tied. Oh, wow. Most people don't better know Washington is that, that, that uh, yeah, no, better I than think, I think you guys are pretty uh, liberal. Uh, I, would, uh, I, would uh, never, no, I didn't, th- I didn't think you had, it was that close at all. Yeah. Absolutely is. Wow. So, and, and a lot of it is, I mean, it took years to get to that point of educating and talking about this yeah. being the issue of our time. So yeah. is there, um, is that, will that be on the agenda again in a coming um, session? Absolutely. Yep. So right now, that's what's what politician. That's what you're doing as a politician. What are some ways that people who are in Washington who who already have you there? What can they do on a local level to help further that that kind con- that conquest? Besides funding your campaign and all. That. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we got that. We got that. No, it's 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 really more about education. You know, people don't know what's happening. A lot of cases, and when they find out, they're like, "That's happening. Right. We got to do something about it." When when Americans know the truth, Christians know the truth. They generally will do the right thing. We just got to get them the right information. That's why I love your your show, and we need to get you can say shows like this out. We <laughs> love your show. <laughs> I love We're gonna your clip show. that, put that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from Matt Shea commercial. <laughs> uh, so, um, what, what are some of the key battles coming up? Yeah. Uh, what are some of the key battlegrounds where you say, "Okay, this is coming up." Well, you know, the third issue that I have on, on there is the right to bear arms because okay. you have to have the ability to defend your life and your liberty and your property. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. There, It's under attack right now. Initiative uh, 1639 essentially 
completely eviscerating the right to bear arms in Washington state. I mean, they want to go so far as to make you register all of your firearms, register your magazines. They want to do, you know, ammunition. I mean, it is, it is not just Orwellian, it is communist. I mean, this is what you see in a communist country. And so that's kind of the biggest battle that we're going to be facing, uh, not only the ballot here in November, but also into the next legislative session. So is that on the ballot for for November? It is. Yes. Yep. Are you hopeful that that won't, most people that I know that I've talked to, even in the you know the middle, are very concerned about that approach okay. to the right to bear arms. There's no such thing as common sense gun legislation, by the way. I want to ask you something. With the whole Kavanaugh situation, you're in politics. You see that. You see that the playing field has changed. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are you walking away with after that whole Kavanaugh fallout? We need to become the media. We need to become the media. We are the media through... Radio stations and programs like this, or podcasts, or videos online, and we need to look at. Hey, they probably are going to censor us on Facebook. It just came out on Google that they admit, yep. you know, through a report they admitted it. We need to create our own alternative media um, sites, and we have local activists is one really good one. It's almost like Facebook. Alex and I are on that, and it's nationwide, and and it has geo. Um, connections that you can do, so you can look up in your area who local else is on it. Local, local activist, yeah. Right. Dot com. Yeah, and it is an alternative to Facebook. There, there are others out there, but Real.Video is another one. It's an alternative to YouTube. We've switched everything we have over from YouTube wow. to Real.Video, anticipating that if they're going to censor those folks, they're going to start censoring us. Absolutely. Yep. So then that means we need, actually need to be on those platforms ourselves, just yeah, yeah, making sure that they're getting yeah. some attention there. Wow, so, that's wow, really that's helpful, really, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Alex Newman. Ah, did I get it right? I'm horrible with names, Billy. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And see why he's like in between America and Europe right now. And we're right? going to get him to baptize his kids. Oh! Yeah! I've been leaning that way. <laughs> Next on Cross Politics. How important is it to you um, to be involved in your child's education? How important is it to you to um, instill your values in your child? How important is it to you to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than you. How important is it to you to have your child be a part of something that's just a little bit bigger than them? Everything that I wanted for my children's education, every question I asked, Classical Conversations was the answer. Yeah! All right. (laughs) Bro, what have I told you when we have guests? I'm on fire, man. I've been drinking this cross-pollinate coffee. We have guests. Can you at least be polite for the guests? You guys got to get your sovereign roast. Cross Baltic coffee. Ooh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, correct the website. Uh, localactivist.org okay. is not not .com, .org. Localactivist.org. It looks just like Facebook. It's great. Check it out. <laughs> Welcome back oh, to Cross Politic. Really grateful to have Representative Sign us up. Sign us up. Matt Shea uh, with us from the state of Washington. Also with us in the studio today is Alex Newman. He's an award-winning international journalist, educator, author, and consultant. We've been consulting with him. I'm, and award-winning <laughs> classical conversations you know, everybody, family. Everybody's got awards There's, on here but us. I know. In, in but a, we need to fix that. In, in addition <laughs> to serving as president of a small media and information consulting firm called Liberty Sentinel Media Incorporated, okay. he's written for a wide array of publications in the U.S. and abroad. Like on Cross Politics? He currently Serves Ooh, we got to get him writing on our blog as a That's contributor right. to the mm-hmm. World Net Daily Freedom Project, yeah. Yeah, the New do. American Magazine, Crisis Magazine, Law Enforcement Intelligence Brief, and more. He's written for numerous newspapers and magazines. I'm not going to list them all. 
His work has been featured at Drudge, Breitbart, Fox News, many Ooh. other outlets. Um, in addition, he's co-authored and authored several books. One of his major works was an expose of government schools. Just going to say I like oh. the fact that he called it government schools. Wow. That's what they are. With Dr. Samuel Blumenfield Feld called Crimes of the Educators, published by <laughs> WND. Crimes of the Ed- I need to get this. Man, I know. You didn't bring us any you books? Didn't bring us any uh, books? Uh, unfortunately, I I'm, I'm, came here from a long way away, and I don't got space in my suitcase. <laughs> oh, so okay. that, digital, right. that digital copy works. Yeah, the, yeah, I'll get yeah. you guys a copy. For the yeah. last seven years, Alex has been teaching advanced economics to some of America's brightest Shut high school up. seniors That's awesome. through yeah. Freedom Project Academy, which is an accredited K through 12 school offering a classical education based on Judeo Christian values. Oh my wow. goodness. He also has an education blog called The Newman Report. Alex is happily married and has four children, mm. and they split their time between Europe and the U.S. We got to fix that, man. Yeah, you, well, you just got to move to Moscow. Hey, you know, yeah. Idaho is a real nice place. I, I've got yeah. it on my list of places <laughs> yeah, to consider. You have, I have to have a license to pack heat. That is awesome. Uh-huh. And yeah. there's a lot of other good things, too. Good yeah. people here. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, uh, yeah, no regulations on homeschooling. That is awesome. Um, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you can actually be free. So talk to us about the world. Uh, so you're speaking of media. Speaking of godless, dirty, oh my hateful journalists. <laughs> did, did you self-identify? Yeah. Well, you know, last time I was in Matt's hometown, I was there to go give a speech, and the local newspaper, the Spokesman Review, is it called? Yeah. Socialist They're, Review. Right. They lied about me on the front page. I couldn't believe it. Wow. I, I got to the town, and there is my name on the front page with a big fat lie about me. So I called up the editor. I said, hey, you guys got to fix this. And after a while, they agreed. But the correction ran in tiny little letters. Nobody noticed yeah, it. Yeah. So, Well, that's what happens when you own the platform, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just grotesque. And wow. actually, they're lying about Matt, uh, Matt and I in Montana as we speak. We got an event we're going to. It's just it's so <laughs> typical of how they are. You know, I'll give you an example. Um, there's a, a woman speaking at this conference we're going to. She's a Cherokee Indian married to a direct descendant of Sacagawea. And the media is saying she's an anti-Indian activist. So you know, it's kind of like the SPLC. They called um, yeah. the the We've uh, Muslim been on the SPLC and, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, it's a badge of honor. I right? know but what you're talking about. They paid four million dollars for calling a Muslim an anti-Muslim extremist. I mean, that's how nutty and how dishonest these people have become. Maybe yeah. we should be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, so what are you? What do you? How do you? What do you see your calling then? Uh, you're in. You're in the media. You're you're in journalism. What are you doing? Well, you know, I go to Ephesians 5.11, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but reprove them and expose them. And so I spend basically all day, every day, reproving and exposing evil everywhere I see it, in the government, in the... But I mean, we all got a role to play, and, you know, these people need to be exposed, they need to be reproved, and it's all over, you know, I'll never run out of targets in this target-rich environment. Yeah, so yeah. What, what is one of your, your, the articles that you've seen going the furthest, like, that's gotten the most hoopla? Well, you know, just hoopla recently, uh, or low is it hoopla? Hoopla, 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 and hoopla. No, but uh, earlier this year, uh, I wrote a special issue. I will give you guys a copy of that. Um, the entire issue of the New American Magazine, with like one or two exceptions, was my articles on the deep state, what we call the deep state. That you know, when you boil it all down, we're really talking Ephesians six twelve powers, principalities, mm-hmm. etc. Sounds but, very conspiratorial to me. Well, it is, and um, hmm. we have David Rockefeller in his own autobiography admitting in his own words, that he's a conspirator working with a secret cabal of internationalists against the best interests of his own country to build a one-world order. So there's no theories here. I mean, these people are out in the open bragging about it. So that's what I tried to do in this special issue, and I'll be sure mm. to give you guys a copy. And I've been traveling all over the place uh, talking this up. And a few years ago, if I had said this to, you know, I was just speaking to the Republican women of Billings yesterday, day before yesterday, I'm losing track of time. Yeah. And if I had said this three years ago, they would have said, whoa, you're nuts. How can you say that 
you know, Vice President Dick Cheney is involved in this or, or George Bush. And now they get it because of what's happened with Trump and with, you know, he's out there mm. talking about the criminal deep state mm. and people are waking up. And this is a good time to be uh, in the media exposing these kinds of things because people instinctively they know, you know, the polls show 75 percent of Americans are concerned about the deep state. They just don't quite understand what it is. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, so, yeah, define it for us. Well, you know, I break it up into five bite-sized pieces because it's, it, you know, it's a huge topic. And so we have the bureaucracy, and everybody knows that they're conspiring against Trump. They've been caught over and over again, yeah. spying on him, sabotaging his policies. Did you see who, Did who? you see Rand Paul this last week? He asked FBI director, I believe it was the FBI director, because they were he was in session, they were interviewing him, and he asked him, are you recording Trump's? phone calls now and they wouldn't answer and they wouldn't answer the Why question do you do uh, this don't do this what? but i mean it's incredible hey, that was a good point man and, and that's, uh, but that's what's happening yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they were doing it during the campaign right they yeah. had a mole in his campaign they're spying on the guy's phone calls um then you have the intelligence agencies and you know i, I start off by saying there, there's really good patriots and christians in the intelligence community i know a lot of them in the cia the nsa in the military but at the top Something is very, very rotten. And I could give you a million examples. You know, Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, who bragged that he voted for the communist, the guy who called Trump a, a traitor on national television. Uh, so, you know, that's part of it. But then what I really focus on, because this is what people don't understand, is what I call the deep state behind the deep state. And you have organizations like that's the deep. But, you know, you have the Council on Foreign Relations, an organization in New York. Hillary Clinton told us when she was secretary of state, she bragged in a speech to them. They tell her what she should be doing and how she should think about the future. And then you have Dick Cheney, same organization, saying, oh, I've been a member, a director for many years, but I never tell the folks back in Wyoming when I'm running for reelection. So they're all kind of part of the same club. You have uh, the Bilderberg meetings. Yeah, I've been to a couple of them, never obviously as an invited guest, but you have 120, 150 of the most powerful people in the world and a few of their useful idiots getting together. And then they come out later and they say, oh, yeah, we're making policy. We're, yeah, we're moving toward a global government, but it's for your own good. Um, you have, um, you know, then I get into the really deep part, speaking of deepness, um, <laughs> yeah, the secret societies. And, and that's an uncomfortable topic for a lot of people, but. You know, yeah, I'm we, getting uncomfortable right now. You know, I can understand, yeah. right? But you know, God tells us these people like to do things in darkness. And if you look at what's going on in the darkness, we need to be shining a light on there. And it's really rotten stuff. Take, so, so, question real quick sure. on this. So, we, you know, we're going deeper and deeper and deeper. Now we're talking about secret societies. Um, how do we think as Christians about this? Because there's also kind of the the conspiracy theorists weirdos. Yeah, my dad's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, my dad just, is. Yeah, it's where, okay. where no, things no. get really kooky and and. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, as we start talking about deep, 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 deep state stuff, then I, my antennas start flying up and being like, what's the difference between um, speculation yeah, and demonstrating actual conspiracy? Yeah. Well, one of the things I do in my presentation is I show the videos of this, right? Alex Jones, who, you know, despite all the demonization in the media is a pretty good guy. I go on a show regularly and he's got a bigger audience than the Communist News Network. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he's <laughs> not getting something. into uh, something called the Bohemian Grove. You have 2,500 of the most powerful men in the world meeting up in the Redwood Forest of Northern California. You can watch the video. They've got a 40-foot stone owl, and they're doing weird rituals. They're wearing hoods, and they're chanting about forest spirits and burning what they claim is a human effigy. And you can see it on video, right? Alex Jones confronted some of these people in Washington, D.C. Hey, so I saw you at the Bohemian Grove meeting. You know, what's going on there? And they get real uncomfortable as soon as they figure out he was not an invited guest. Well, Alex Jones like the white Kanye. <laughs> I mean, he's, a, he's like a blind squirrel that finds a nut. I mean, well, he, well, I mean, this is on camera, right? I yeah. mean, this is not his theories. This is him recording what's going on. 
And you have Skull and Bones, for example. Wow. George W. Bush and John Kerry in the 2004 election were members of the secret society at Yale. So you have all kinds of this stuff, and we're not supposed to talk about it. We've, in fact, we've been trained like Pavlov's dogs to hear the word conspiracy and react and say, oh, my goodness. But open up your Bible. Right? God tells us in Psalm 2, too, that the kings of the earth are conspiring against the Lord and his anointed. Mm-hmm. And he laughs at them. He ridicules them. So it's nothing to be concerned about. We don't need to make tinfoil hats and be worried. Mm-hmm. In fact, we need to be bold about exposing their evil, exposing what they're doing, and preaching the gospel, shining the Amen. light in this world. So one of the, the, the farthest I go down the conspiracy lane, because I've lived there for most of my life with my dad, and it's just all it's done is created a form of fear from engaging. Or, and right now, I love Christians my dad. Christians should have no fear. I agree. But my, mm. I love my dad, but he's in Montana right now waiting to take out the you know the the whoever comes and invades us once the grid goes off okay that's where my dad is and, <laughs> and honestly there's a part of me in the back of my head that if anything ever goes down i know i'm going to montana <laughs> 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 i'm just gonna say right now that there's that's there but for the most part i haven't heard you say anything about soros and i see his hand openly i see him funding both sides i see him get inside of the game to try and make anarchy happen. From but, the Southern so, Baptist Convention all the way yeah, to the... I, yeah, so I, and I see him yeah. moving, and that's how he plays his hand. Now, as far as conspiracy, that's not, that's what I can see. That's Expose that for me a little more. Where do you see him as far as him fitting inside of this game, and what is he really trying to do? Sure. Well, you know, that doesn't even fit the definition of conspiracy anymore, because by definition it's, of conspiracy, it's, it's it requires secrecy, yeah. it requires more than t- uh, one person, and it requires nefarious or illegal or immoral intent. So Soros on his own is not a conspiracy or even what he's doing, but he's part of an apparatus. You know, a lot of people don't realize Soros is not the top of the food chain uh, it, within this pyramidal structure. You have, for example, he got his start with money from the Rothschild dynasty in Europe. And nobody talks about the Rothschild dynasty. Nobody even knows about Who? them. The, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. So this is an incredibly powerful banking dynasty. Uh, one of their apologists, a, a very famous globalist historian, Niall Ferguson, wrote in his book about the Rothschild dynasty <laughs> that they decided the outcome of the Napoleonic Wars. Now, you have a, a situation where the two most powerful governments on the face of the earth at that time are warring with each other, and this family decides who's going to win. You know, and uh, they're still around and they're still up to their old tricks and they run big banks and they uh, have a lot of control over the economy and, and they give Soros money. And you're saying that they, they decide outcomes of, of the Napoleonic, Napoleonic Wars by funding by funding the British side. soldiers and ammunitions and by supplies. By funding the British government, yeah. loaning money to the British government and not loaning money to Napoleon and his part. That's what Niall Ferguson says in his book. And he's an apologist for these people. So, you know, he's not out there trying to slander them or make up things. Sure. He's trying to defend them. You know what's interesting? I just figured out why you're in between America and Europe right now. <laughs> it makes it easier for me. You know, I, it makes I it hard for people out. to find yeah. me. It's <laughs> <laughs> why you're not settled anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good fun, too. You learn it a lot. If you're so. not underground in Montana, yeah. Then you want to be moving. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so something that's really simple to kind of give people something to bite on, because I think you just went through a whole bunch of things. That everybody's kind of, OK, I don't know hardly anything about that. Yep. But, but just kind of like the simplest. Let's go with government schools. Mm-hmm. So that has to be connected to your theory in one way or another. Absolutely. Right? OK, so that's something people can connect with. Kind um, of walk, unpack, that. Uh, unpack that for us. Sure. And you know, this has actually been kind of my mission in life for years now. Since I worked on this book with Dr. Sam Blumenfeld, who spent 50 years looking at education, he wrote 13 books about it. And um, that is the secret weapon. Of, you know, the deep state is kind of what we call it now because Trump uses that term. But that is the secret weapon of the enemy. Right? They're, they're literally brainwashing. They're indoctrinating. They are miseducating or even uneducating something like 87% of America's youth. And, you know, I know even a lot of pastors are, are very nervous about treading here. But I say if you're a Christian and your kids are going to the pagan, godless indoctrination centers called government schools, 
You've got a problem. You got to get him out. You better give him the organ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why are you not giving him the organ? I know. Where is that? How are you preaching now? I love it. I love it. So, so how real. how are they doing that though? As far how the way that you're saying it, how are they indoctrinating? What what are they doing? Oh man, how long do we have? <laughs> but, um, you know, the, they start in the very early grades, right? They use a method to teach reading that was exposed as absolute quackery in the 1840s. Uh, it causes illiteracy. It causes dyslexia, and that's why, according to the federal government's own numbers. We have about 50% of the population that's either illiterate or so close to it that we might as well call them that. D.C.'s worse. Two-thirds of the po- more than two-thirds of the population of the adult population, according to the government's own data, is functionally illiterate. That's not an accident. How are you going to read God's Word if you can't read? Yes. So yeah. that, how are you going to educate yourself? And this and is like the things? look-see method of learning to exactly. read r- rather than using phonics. Right. Homeschoolers know that you use phonics, of right. course, you know, yeah. and most Christian schools do. But under Common Core, they mandate in kindergarten that these poor kids be exposed to these sight words. And, you know, I'm not the first one to sound the alarm about this. Rudolph, yeah. Fle- the, the yeah. Boston Schoolmasters did it in 1840. Rudolph Flesch did it in the 50s. Sam Blumenfeld did it in the 70s. And still... They're using this, even though they know it's an absolute, and that's just the start of it. You know, so, it goes much deeper. So I want to go back to Matt. Yeah. Um, what are you doing about government schools in Washington? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Okay, so this is great. All right, but okay. you've got to mention the the quote from Newt Gingrich too before I forget. Okay, but this is a key issue, and all all you have to do is just provide education choice, homeschooling, private schools. If you have competition in the education realm, just like we were talking about with economics. It is going to it is going to overtake free market is going to overtake the failure. And they are they are failed public schools today. Is there by all standards? Is there any possibility to do this? So one of the ways this is being done in some um, states is through voucher programs. Okay, so is there any way of doing it without voucher programs? So here's the problem. Most states have something called Blaine amendments. These are put in in the 1800s, early 1900s. And these prevent the use of any tax dollar that comes into the structure from being used for religious instruction. So charter schools today can't teach usually in most states, religious instruction. Right. So the way to get around it is something called a tax credit scholarship, okay? So what you're doing is you're intercepting those tax dollars before they go into the tax system and diverting them to a tax credit scholarship. It's not technically a voucher, but it's the same idea, and you can fund those those alternative education systems. It's, it's yep. one, of the, one of the issues that I have with the voucher system is that frequently it's a, it's a hook. It's a government mm-hmm. hook. So... If whoever gives you Deep the state, if, if you, <laughs> there you go. If, whoever yeah. takes the king's coin becomes the king's man. Yeah. And and so they, it starts off with, you know, freedom of choice for education. You sure. take the money. But then how long is it until the government says, and we want to put our fingers in what you're doing? It's not how long. Every time you take the money, there is right. a tax. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so, exactly. And this goes from everything from, uh, you know, the, the re- so-called refugee crisis. You know, George Soros is funding the, the Idaho Office of Refugees here in Idaho. Okay. And he's also funding the New America Foundation, which has a study that says that right-wing constitutionalists and essentially implies Christians are the threat to America, not not ISIS, right? Right. And he's funding that. So you see him on both sides funding these things. and. I've got a, a network from George Soros up here. You, the listeners can't see it, but I'll make sure to get this to you guys. Yeah. And you can go through all of it. Every time you look at these, you have to also look at not just the government, but nonprofits who are working in coordination with the government, non-governmental organizations that are doing this as well. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I just walked into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me give you one more quote. Hey, Matt, Matt mentioned it. I'd like okay, to mention it. And I encourage everybody, go on YouTube and watch this. All the things that I said that I quoted, you can go on YouTube and watch these videos. But Newt Gingrich was asked on Fox News, and you can find it on YouTube, um, why, does, why does the establishment hate Trump so much? And his answer was blunt, clear, he didn't stutter. 
because he's not part of their secret societies and he didn't participate in their little rituals on national television. And we actually have hacked emails from Colin Powell at this Bohemian Grove event that I mentioned. He was sending a note to his friend up in Canada, Peter McKay, defense minister. And he said, we know Trump is going to be a disaster. So as far as I'm concerned, that's the best endorsement he could have received. <laughs> wow. So, so as Christians, we don't have any fear. It all is locally. Amen. Yeah. And the more freedom we have in every single aspect of America, the better off we're going to be. And this is, the, yeah. this is really key. And the thing that I appreciate, I'm, I, I know nothing about deep state conspiracy stuff. And I'm with Gabe. It always gives my hackles up and I get a little bit nervous. Yeah. But the thing I can buy, bite into is the fearlessness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, 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 if if conspiracy theories are making people live in a, in fear, then it's we need it, yeah. then it's not doing you any good, no matter what truthfulness may be in it. But Christians yeah. are called to live in a fearless way, yeah, absolutely. Um, and because because Jesus rules it all, that's right. Um, he bought yeah. it all with his blood. Um, Psalm two, you know, they they conspire. God laughs, that's right. And Amen. he sends his son, and he says, "Ask of me, and I will give you the ends of the earth Amen. for your possession that's as right. your inheritance." Yeah. So kiss the sun yeah. lest you perish in the way and so our our lord jesus owns it all rules Amen. it all Amen. and so i think you're absolutely right if we're going to be involved in journalism we're going to involved in politics you're going whatever you're going to be involved in you can only be involved with, with it and in it if you have absolute rock solid confidence and peace in jesus in jesus yeah. Amen. otherwise you're actually going to do more damage than good that's right yeah um right. But it, it that's that's the that's the basis. Yeah, that's we're, the basis. we're admonished to know our enemy. Yeah, mm -hmm. but a lot of Christians today will make you know the evil one this tall when compared to Jesus. Yeah, he's not even a speck <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> he's a piece Amen. of sand. Psalm we, we 139. Are, yeah, yeah, we are sons and daughters of the living God. We need to start mm -hmm. acting yeah. like it, and we need to take ground, expand the yeah. kingdom. Amen. Resist the devil; he'll flee from you. That's yeah, right. don't forget either. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right. but they're mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds and casting down every imagination and, and every and high that. thought right. that acknowledges right, something right. the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Again, if you're a cross politics club member. This happens because of you, so thank you. you. Thank if you're you, not, yeah. what's wrong with you people? Okay. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast without fear. This is Cross Politic. Amen.